Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Everybody, welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Oh yeah. yeah, podcast number one oh two. That's right. Yeah, one oh two point seven. Yeah, yeah that's just coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh man, yeah. Now we got all request hour. <laughs> right. Come up with your requests. <laughs> oh man so guess what i actually uh dusted off t- this week what not my dick i was about to say it yeah i know i know you were i was like eh, i'll be to the punch the we why <laughs> why i don't know it was it was weird because like i was i was sitting there and i'm like you know what i'm falling in the i'm in the mood for some classic mario and uh so that that I will I will say um, I agree with, but then I just get on my computer and play like the original NES version. <laughs> I mean, I get on my NES and play the original NES. <laughs> but uh, so I went on there and uh, I was like, oh my god, when the fuck was the last time I was actually on this thing? So of course I had to do a systems update. <laughs> for, of course, of course, because you know, haven't been on it for fucking ever. So I go on there and I decide I go, oh well, let me go see, you know, because you can. Da- this it was the first system that let you download all like the old Sega and NES and Super NES games, and uh, sixty N sixty four. So I was on there. And I was, you know, I have, uh, I have who the f- what the fuck I have like, you know, Donkey Kong, the original, you know, Super Mario. Um, I have oh yeah, Star Fox sixty four. Um, what the fuck else do I have on there? I have a couple of other old games on there, but I was like, I want to see what kind of other games they had on there. And their 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 library has picked up a little bit since the last time I was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went into the, some of the uh, Super NES, and of course I found the Holy Trilogy, Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back. Yes. I I was like, what the fuck? Eight hundred. That game. That's the shit. Yeah. That game was the shit. And it, and it's only 800 points, so it's like 8 bucks, you know, for those games. And I'm like, yeah, 
it's like 10 bucks for just the cartridges. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but they also have old school, I mean, NES Kid Icarus, which I was like, oh, that game used to fucking piss me the fuck off. Would I, would, does, is that worth buying it to get that pissed off? Because, you know, there's no saves. There's no respawn. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's like, ah, oh, dude, I want to spend money to piss myself, willingly piss myself off that much to where I'm going to throw something at the TV. Um, and then, of course, the LucasArts classic, Zombie Ate My Neighbors. <laughs> dude, that game was the shit. <laughs> like, seriously, I really, I really enjoyed that game back in the day. Well, it was funny, too, because I was like, going, oh, we just did that whole thing about LucasArts <laughs> closing up. I was like, oh, I got to put that in there. I got to put that in the show notes. Pull, pull some of those old school ones out. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. But it was it was interesting. I mean, I did I played some Mario, and John was cracking up because I'm like, motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing that? Uh, and then, uh, of course, I'm like, going, that was the boss? You know, like in the was it like in the in the very first level when you you know you have to go against um uh Bowser you're jumping yeah and then you hear the dun 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 dun, dun. you have to go over the fire and shit like that I was like that was really the boss that's it <laughs> I was like why did this seem so much harder before <laughs> you're all like super skills now you're like whatever dude yeah. it was Bowser's my bitch <laughs> yeah but it was pretty fun I mean it was it was kind of cool busting out the Wii. Um, yeah, the Wii's cool. For, like, I'm actually kind of. I was thinking about getting my kids a, a Wii U, but I'm thinking about just buying them a Wii. You can drop a, 130 bucks, you get a, a black Wii with a controller, and then Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. Like, I don't even have to buy them another game. Yeah, you pr- pretty much don't. And like, we have the uh, resort um, Wii Sports. Well, the, after I played uh, after I played Mario, I was like, going, you know, what? I'm gonna kick back. I'm gonna kick back and play some bowling. Let's do some bowling, right? You know that was like, oh man, this was. It, I used, to, oh man, I used to be so good at that, and I was like, where was my spot? Where was my spot? Because <laughs> you know it's all about that. It's like, oh, where's the angle to cheat at? Right. But I did finally pre-order Injustice. Injustice. Yeah. So now um, I got the because uh, I pre-ordered it. I'm getting the. Uh, Red Sun skins. Yeah. That's just... I I just looked at it. I'm like, oh, God, that's just really the whole reason to pre-order. You know, it's just like, that's just going to be cool. And then, of course, I got the season pass. Because I looked at it, and, you know, each character was going to be like, you know, five bucks. There's like, what, four new characters? Or four or three characters in the uh, Flashpoint storyline. So I was like, oh, no, it's like 15 bucks. It's not... Mm-hmm. This is going to cost five bucks anyway. So figure, figured, eh, I'm going to do it anyway because I know me. I'm stupid. Right. <laughs> and he is. Yeah. yeah. Really so, is. So I decided, I got, yeah, I'll get it. So waiting for Tuesday. But what sucks, too, is that I do a mid-shift on Tuesday at work. So it's like, fuck. Go over there, pick it up, and then it's going to sit with me at work because I work right next door to GameStop. So... Obviously, I'm picking it up before I go to work, or you know, because why would I pick it up after? Um, so I'm gonna go in, pick it up, and then it's gonna sit with me at work. And just, You're gonna dream of it. Yeah, it's gonna stare at me for the entire shift. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna race home, jerk off on it, and then play it. 
I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean. I don't blame you at all. That's how we do it, right? That's how you keep real in the field, homie. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> all right. Talk about the getaway. Sorry, I was just checking uh, my stocks. No, I'm just kidding. I was, <laughs> I was checking uh, how my game that I've been playing reviews. Age of Wushu, baby. I was checking my socks, not my. I was checking my socks for stickies before I put it in. Oh. Anyway, um, the only thing I have to talk about this week because I had a very uneventful week full of work <laughs> and very little sleep. Um, I finally, finally, Steve, finally got an HD television in my new place. Nice. But the getaway. So you jack someone for it? Almost. So I got a 47-inch Samsung, full HD, 120 hertz, beautiful television. I mean, the Xbox just looks great on it. Everything's wonderful. It's a, like, three-year-old TV, three-and-a-half-year-old, but it was only a display. It was a display model at my at my job. Now, this TV, this is, this is the story here. So the display models... When you're not, when it gets discontinued, they get sent back to the manufacturer. So in in this case, it gets sent back to Samsung. Now Samsung had this particular model extended; its life was extended. So by the time it got deleted or discontinued, they didn't want the stupid TV anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what are we going to do with it? So it sat there in the store, turned off, mounted, doing nothing. Nobody touched it. It just would get dusted all the time because we have to dust the store all the time. Right. So, gorgeous TV. Now, it's missing the stand to, you know, put it on a table. Right. The remote. Right. The manual and the power cable. So, it's just the TV. When this TV was first brought to the market three and a half years ago, it was a $2,000 television set. Um, Currently... I checked on a few sites online. It's like eight fifty, so it's still amazing. Still, you know? see, yeah. I spent fifty dollars on this television. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong um, way. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the pimp way, right. basically. So, forty-seven inch Samsung, and I had my choice between a Samsung or a Sony. Mm. Nothing, and I'm not knocking Sony. But I'm familiar with Samsung. My computer monitor is a Samsung. Like, I know they're good. I, I don't, never had a Sony before. Sony monitor. Or a Sony TV. So I was like, fuck it. Well, I had the old Sony, like, Triton or whatever the hell they call it. But that was, you know, that falls on your dead. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And the Sony was a 42-inch. So <laughs> the choice was clear. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's cool, man. And what I did is I have a, I have a room in my house. Because I have a four-bedroom place. Mm-hmm. But my kids like to sleep in the same room together. So we made one uh, room like their playroom. So they don't make a mess in the fucking house all the time. Right. So now that's the theater room. Because I mounted that bitch on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, like a man. And I'm going to buy a futon. So it's going to double as a spare bedroom. So Steve, you want to come take a visit, brother? Hell yeah. You can stay in the room with the 47. <laughs> And then yeah, because I because I, I need my porn. Like, exactly. Yeah, you do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna get like two beanbag chairs. So we, you know, yeah. do the movie night with the family and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So yeah, when I, you chloroform the kids, you know, you can watch the movie. My kids love hanging out with me. <laughs> and they shut their mouth when the movie's on. They know when daddy's watching a movie, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, when you raise that backhand, they're like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, I raise it and then bring it down. <laughs> Fucking around. <I'm> just <laughs> That's all so- social services that comes to your door. <laughs> oh, hold on. Someone's knocking on my door. <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm just... Right. Just, just happy I got a TV. Really yeah, that's cool. Yeah, for fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, for fifty. Even one of the managers in the store was like, "Really?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, man, talk to your boy." Because he's all right with it. Is this your boy? Is this your boy? <laughs> is this your boy? Well, see, the thing is, though, this is the way it works. So since They'll say real quick, since the TV can't be sent back to the manufacturer, we can't sell it because it's technically not ours. Right. Just weird logistic bullshit. It costs the store $100 a day for it to sit there. Wow. And do nothing. So I'm helping. Yeah. You just, just tell, you just go, hey, you know what? I'm just looking out for the company's best interest. Yeah. So now I have a, we'll say $800 TV that I bought for $50. And then my computer monitor is a $300 computer monitor that I bought for 150 Wow. So I'm just living the dream up in this motherfucker. Hell yeah. That's right. <laughs> Beast? Mo- well, you know me, dude. Yeah. Every day I'm looking at the open items. Yeah. Seeing what I can wheel and deal on. Yes, you know, yes. Hustler. He's sitting there going, hmm. What kind of steel? Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. what can I steal? What can I steal? (laughs) What can I lift out this bitch? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's always nice when you get that. Well, it's the same thing like at our work because we have have demos. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're already – when we use a demo, it's already taken out of inventory. So it's, you know, it's not there. You know, and then when it's if it's if it's just you know been used enough to where okay you need to put out a new one it it gets tossed or if someone wants it they can take it mm-hmm. and it's just like going yeah it's only missing you know it's missing this little thing I don't care <laughs> I'll 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 take you know I'll, I'll take, take five yeah, like take I'm all I'm all about a freebie dude like free sometimes <laughs> oh you know what I'm saying yeah um. I'll take free shit home and then realize I don't need it, and then I'll just take it to Goodwill. Yeah. You know, just signing out. Somebody's going to get it. Yeah. No, for me, if I don't need it, I'll sell it. Like a like a true hustler. <laughs> it's like, it's like 50 bucks, homie. Yeah. I don't know, you can get this on Amazon for like 20 so it'll give you 19.99 for it. What? Right? What? <laughs> what? No shipping either. Come on. Come on. It's like, man, I ain't spending that kind of money. <laughs> well, someone else will, so make a fucking move, right? <laughs> hey, have you been watching, or had you watched uh, the new season of Comic Book Man? You know what? I haven't been watching it. Uh, had It was really good this season. Uh, they had uh, X-Men, the X-Men Annual 1. <laughs> so it had, um, you know, so it had the first appearance of, like, Colossus and Storm and all that stuff. Five hundred bucks, or no, five seventy-five is what they wanted for it. That sounds about right. Yeah, and uh, he just got it in. Um, he he bid it. He paid. I think he ended up paying like 
to something for it. So he wanted to sell it for like, and they fi- figured it out. So it was about like five something they wanted for it. Guy comes in, wants to buy it. Just got it off the, just got it off the fuck out of the fucking, uh, just delivered. The guy wants to pay like four something for it. So, you know, Walt's like, no, he goes, no, five. It's like, he's like, nah, he goes, I can't do it. He goes, all right. He goes, but he goes, I'm not going to rush to sell it to you. Cause I'm, uh, I'll, I'm going to wait till someone buys it at the price that I want it at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then in the next week's episode, this chick comes in and goes, my, um, my, I think it was her husband. She goes, loves comics. She loves X-Men. What would be like the, oh my God moment? Uh, what would be the, oh my God gift for him? So he pulls X-Men annual one. And she's like, he goes, yeah. And he told her, and he goes, how much is it? And he's like, you know, he goes, 575 So he sold it for basically about 525 Yeah, a little haggle room. Yeah, a little haggle room. And she bought it. And then he looks at uh, the other guy over there and he goes, see, I told you, that guy, never sell it to the first one out the doors because someone will buy it at the price I'm offering it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that would have been awesome if they had a follow-up. And the guy come in and go, bitch. What you <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker? You know I want to buy that shit from <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, go back with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. <laughs> oh man. All right. On that note, I think it's time we go into some uh, news. I think so. All right. So many times we hear religious debates about whether or not there is a god. However, when you hear stories like this, when you begin to wonder if there are truly is tr- truly some sort of divinity watching and chuckling to himself and thinking to himself why they spent time creating us. With that thought, with that uh, with that thought, I bring you news about the Point Break remake. <laughs> it's so fucking dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Being quite the diva. Yeah. Today. <laughs> exactly. Last year we mentioned that this was happening, and unfortunately it looks like it's truly going to happen. Deadline is reporting that Alcon Entertainment has found itself a director to remake the classically cheesy movie that made both Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves bigger stars and cult icons for this cinematic beauty. Uh, Eric Sincor has accepted the job of committing what could be considered cinematic blasphemy. If you want to look at his body of work, you need to only look at the 2006 movie, Invincible. But he has been a cinematographer on such action films like Fast and the Furious and Daredevil. If the last one really kind of brings it home. Uh, (laughs) With the the script by Kurt Wimmer of Law-Abiding Citizen and Salt fame, production is expected to uh, begin sometime by the end of the year. We're still in April, so there's plenty of time for this project to go completely south and not destroy the beautiful visage that was created in 1991 by Swayze and Keanu. And of course, with the the ever-loving help of Gary Busey. Yes. Yes. He always tries. He tries. That's all you can ask. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, really, dude? Why are we remaking Point Break? Come on. There's some movies that's like, I understand when they remake, like, science fiction movies and shit. Because the graphics are better. Or even horror movies. Yeah. But there's no reason to remake that. Yeah, there's certain times where you're like, you, there, there, was, there was no reason just in the beginning, and they did it, and it worked well. Okay, good. Let's leave it at that. Like, you could watch Point Break now 
and you'll you'll be completely satisfied as a film. There's no, <laughs> there's just no need. Like somebody going, you know, I want to remake Speed. Why? Have been internet forums blowing up because somebody says something goes, you know what they need to remake? <laughs> you might as well remake Speed too at that point. <laughs> now that deserves a remake. <laughs> Get it done right. I know, right? <laughs> we're gonna remake that, but this time we're gonna use Keanu this time, and maybe that'll work. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. There's no. no! <laughs> oh, good for you! Right. Anyway. Moving on from that bullshit. Crack my knuckles for this one. The Man of Steel film is set to be one of the biggest movies of 2013, so it's no surprise that people can't stop talking about it. There have been tons of theories and speculations about what the movie is going to be about or what we'll see from the comic book in the film. And if any of you are about to say it's about to be Superman, I'll fucking I'll come to your house and slap you. <laughs> I think we all know what I'm talking about. Um, Jeff Robinov, Warner Brothers studio president, has spoken up about one thing that many have been wondering, a larger DC film universe. So he says, It's setting the tone for what the movies are going to be like going forward, said Romanoff of Man of Steel. In that, it's definitely a first step. I think you'll see that going forward. Anything can live in this world. Christopher Nolan's Batman was deliberately and smartly positioned as a standalone. The world they lived in was very isolated without any knowledge of any other superheroes. What director Zack Snyder and producer Chris have done with this film is allow you to really introduce other characters into the same world. So Romanoff has also squashed rumors that Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan would return for a Justice League film. When asked if the previous Batman, if the previous Batman trilogy was meant to stand by itself apart from the DC universe, Romanoff said they do or they did. Where we go in the future is a whole other conversation. So Romanoff also teased that an announcement coming in the next several weeks that there's an announcement coming in the next several weeks that will hopefully position the DC characters and the movies we're going to be making. Um, personally, I'm excited to see what characters they are going to make. I don't have to read my opinion. Like, I, I never, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think this is dope. Like, I think it's it's a step in the right direction. I think that DC needs to get on the goddamn ball yeah. when it comes to making a making a universe and and I think it's smart. I don't want to say distance, but distance themselves from the Nolan films because what what he said, what Romanoff says, is true. The if you watch the Nolan films, every true fan eventually said at least once, "Where are all the other superheroes at?" Yeah. Like, why isn't Superman coming in and bitch slapping Bane in the face? Right. You know, but that makes sense because that was about Batman. It wasn't about anybody else. You know, so now. They make a new universe, distance themselves from those that trilogy. They can put a new person in the Batman role, and it's not going to be like, oh fuck this, because right. it's not going to be a continuation of the last shit. They'll probably have a spinoff with what's his face, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it'd be nice if they actually do expand and and do kind of because at this point you really can't. Warner Brothers is kind of fucked. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. 
Yeah. If they follow and say like, well, we can try to do what Marvel did, people are gonna be like, follow Marvel. You know what? Marvel did it right, and they should be. That should be worth following. Yeah, it's called inspiration. Yeah. You know, just... And say like, oh, hey, there is a market for it, and you can't sit there and say like, oh, well, our characters. No, because <laughs> Iron Man and Thor, you know, most the, the even Captain America, the characters that were pretty shaky to begin with, but now they're you know people. You know, wear the Thor shirt or the the America, Captain America shirt. It's like, no, you just they just have to be done well. Mm-hmm. And you know, let's not have another Green Lantern on our hands. Oh, too soon. I like the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Even with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. I just don't think he was suited for Green Lantern. But at the same time, I don't know who really would be. Yeah. I mean, was it the greatest movie of all time? No. <laughs> Could it have been better? Yes. I just enjoyed the movie. Yeah. But, um... Obviously, with Nathan Fillion. Oh. oh. Who's good for every role. Yeah. But Even I the shark in Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like, <laughs> who's gonna... We're gonna remake um the Leprechaun movies. Who's gonna play the Leprechaun? Nathan Fillion. <laughs> That obviously sh- yeah it's like you have somebody looking and go i thought we all settled nathan fillion right yeah why is this why are we even talking about yeah. this why are we this is not a discussion <laughs> nathan fillion yeah exactly all right so in uh gaming news <clears throat> or is this tech what are we on gaming news there we go jesus christ <laughs> the professionalism you know the professionalism here is jesus like, it's like hold on let me finish masturbating one bit before i get to this skeet 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 oh shit <laughs> if some of if some of you are those kind of people that need to grab sony's new playstation 4 the minute it hits store shelves you may be wondering what will become of your dual shock 3 controllers as you know they won't be compatible with the playstation 4 but Sony has a solution. Of it, course. <laughs> of course. If you happen to have one of those Xperia devices, you can actually pair up your DualShock 3 controller with your device and play games using the controller. Devices such as the Xperia Z now feature a setting that allows you to pair the smartphone with the controller once and connect via Bluetooth every time with that. CVG is reporting that only a limited number of Android and PlayStation mobile games support this feature, and you'll need to look for the notation in the description of the game. So don't be that guy that downloads a random game to find out that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you need more detailed instructions, you can check out uh, the YouTube video that I put on the LazyGeeks.com. I personally think it's kind of dope, and it should make you know gameplay a little easier. But uh, I like the fact, too, that in the video they show this... Um, this dude playing with an Xperia tablet and has it linked to his giant Sony TV with his uh, DualShock recorder. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Can I can I mention something about the PS4 that I was I was uh, remembering? What? Um, eight core AMD chip with eight gigs of GD GDDR5 uh, memory. That can, that freaking PlayStation is basically going to become sentient and fucking kill you like that it's so powerful it's skynet <laughs> like compared to like the previous generation it's a huge jump up and i'm so happy they've moved away from the cell structure of processors and i'm getting kind of nerdy now but um they're more into a common architecture but right 
I've, I've actually been, and I know we were kind of hopping on the PlayStation a bit. I've, I've been reading into it, and it's, it's looking interesting. I, I'm, I'm wanna, yeah, I, it, kind of watching it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those that I'm gonna, I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. But I want PlayStation to succeed. I want them all to succeed. Yeah, but the thing is, is I want to see what supports it because yeah, it'll be an awesome. So it'll be like the Vita. The Vita is an awesome device, but we don't. They don't have enough support for it. I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I want to see. You know, I want to. I want to see how that works. But you know what the GDD stands for, right? God damn, damn, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's amazing. I mean, my computer isn't this powerful. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember what site went uh, when they talked about the process they were using. They're like, we don't even know what that means. <laughs> right. Like, I don't even know how to – I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but that just means it seems awesome. <laughs> that's that's when you know you hit the nerd nerve in a geek site. <laughs> like. And uh, and I'm talk- and it was it's like it was even something I think it was like something like either the Verge or like you know um, all things D or something like that. We're like we don't even know what that means, but that just is awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're just so excited to be there. Really, they don't. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, so my my gaming news is actually what I like to call a soft review. Soft review meaning it's not a- really a true review. So you only got a partial on it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, only got to three o'clock on that. So <laughs> it was, it, it, I've, I've played the, we're talking about Age of Wushu, which is a, a new free to play MMO. Um, and I haven't played that much of it, which is why it's a soft review. Cause it MMO, an MMO. And I'm not one of those people that goes, you have to play till end game before you properly review. Uh, no, you don't <laughs> Just play the damn game. So anyway, sorry, I get heated, you know, <laughs> Take a minute. So, <laughs> <sighs> so there's so many games that come out that I want to play, but the limited amount of time to play them, um, that I move from MMO to MMO. And and Steve knows this. You know, I'll, I'll call him playing World of Warcraft next month. Not playing World of Warcraft. Playing Lord of the Rings. Or next um, or next week. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the game, really. Um. So one game that may do that for some is Age of Wushu. I think Age of Wushu is going to be like that for a lot of people. But let's get into it. Age of Wushu stands out from the pack by having a different kind of leveling design than traditional MMOs. There are no character levels in this game with the players worrying more about skill levels. You obtain different martial arts moves and train those to perfection. There are eight different schools of martial arts for you to join, all with their different, different play styles and abilities. This system lends to some serious customization and a level of complexity, only in comparison to others, the game isn't really that complex, um, that we don't normally see in an MMO anymore. Uh, AOW, H of Fushu, um, is, and that's the, is the official thing. acronym. Yeah, AOW, um, is one of those games that is going to take a lot of MMO players' time to get used to. Lately, most MMOs have gotten into the habit of, quote, holding your hand through the game and the player doesn't really have to think all that much about where they are going or what they need to do next. AOW is a sandbox type MMO much like EVE Online another favorite of mine but with some theme park features as well um, through instances and the like. Um, when we're talking about MMOs just to let people know if sandbox obviously if you're a gamer you know what sandbox means you, you can do anything and go anywhere. 
Um, it's not linear. A theme theme park means um, you have specific things to do in specific areas, like a theme park. Um, so that would be an instance or a raid or stuff like that. So those features are in the game, and that you can do them. But the rest of the game is completely open, and the world is hu- it's China. <laughs> it, seriously, and, and they keep pretty true to um, they keep true to the to the legendary version of of Wushu mythology. But the cities are all there, and and the architecture's well done. I watched a little video on it; it was cool. So speaking of comparisons from Eve Online, the market in this game is completely player driven, where crafting being a bit more important than most MMOs. PvP also has a strong presence in AOW with the entire um, world being open PvP. Open PvP meaning you can get fucking jacked up when you paying attention. Just saying. <laughs> um, the game is free to play with a subscription that you can grab for VIP status if you wish. Uh, the, game, the game has been getting strong reviews so far, and we here at the Lazy Geeks will be giving it a proper review once I get some more time with it. I do suggest everyone give it a download and check it out, though. You may just stick with it. So the only reason I'm kind of giving this game... Because MMOs come and go now, especially free-to-play. Yeah. The only, the only reason I'm giving this game a little extra... There's two reasons, a little extra uh, attention. One is the... It's different. Okay? The, there's the, the leveling system is different. It is a bit it is a bit um, overwhelming when you first step into it. It might turn a lot of people off. You kind of have to... You do have to learn and read. Which people don't do. Like, the typical WoW player does not read the quest. He just skips, 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 skip, And then wonders why he can't find out where he's going. Hmm. Um, so you do have to pay attention. It's a bit more slow-paced. Um, and another, another reason that I've really enjoyed it is because I, I, I dig Chinese mythology. Like, I, I think that, um, you know... Governments aside, I think <laughs> China is is one of the greatest human civilizations that's ever existed on the planet, and, and I'd find it hard pressed for someone to argue that point with me. Um, you know, communism aside, right. <laughs> we all have missteps. Um, but it's it's a great game. Uh, they keep really true to um, like the the money in the game is the actual money of that period. It's roughly two thousand years ago. Um, it's it's good. I mean, I think I think it's a good game. I, I'm trying to get Steve to try it out, but this one might be a little too MMO for Steve because this one's pretty heavy. Yeah. Like I don't know if you would dig because this one you you have to research and read. I don't know if you want to do all that bullshit. Mm. But it's uh, free to play. You can try it. Yeah. Well, like you said, it doesn't have um, the regular like leveling up of your character. So, but it's just it's skill set. So you're like martial arts. Yeah, that's that's what basically would be considered the leveling up in it. Mm-hmm. So basically, you don't have a, a true character level. Like, oh, I made it to level two. Right. Um, you learn, you pick your school, and then you train in the school, and you get you get your skills, and, and you can um, you know, you pick which skills you want to use. You have to use all of them at once. <laughs> and then what you do is it's called cultivation, and you're gaining cultivation through basically you get experience points, and that transfers into cultivation. Um, or you, and this and this system is very similar to Eve Online, um, and you can basically oh what did did I get a special power up? <laughs> yeah, you got a power up. Okay. <laughs> so what you do is you pick the skill that you want to train up, and you just put cultivate. Now this is where free to play versus subscription lies. Now I I haven't fucked with the cash shop that that much yet, so I don't know if it's 
what they call pay to play or pay to win and all that bullshit. Because I don't care about that. I'm just trying to enjoy the game right now and we'll see what happens. But if you're subscription based, your cultivation will happen while you're offline. Hmm. And this is something that Eve does as well. Um, where you're training your abilities in Eve while you're offline. And that's awesome because there's a fucking thousand abilities right. and skills. So when you're free to play, it only does it when you're online. So that's why I'm kind of I'm, – I'm dipping my toes in right now and I'm checking the game out. And if I really enjoy it, then I'll start playing. It's like nine ninety nine a month. You know, one less six-pack. Why not? Yeah. So <laughs> – um, but no, I suggest if any MMO – any any MMO fans that that have just been tired of the same fucking thing over and over again, the the constant WoW clones and and stuff like that, just that that kind of MMO, like I think you should give this one a shot. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue Street. <laughs> True life. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In uh, comic news this week. I know it's only April, but it seems that people are obsessed with looking forward to September, especially if you're a DC fan. Why? Because this September will mark the second anniversary of the New 52 universe, and it happens to be it happens that DC has something special in mind. Collected Editions is reporting that this September will be the month of the villain, which seems to uh, appropriate since they are doing a documentary about DC and their villains. Uh, last year, we got the zero issues of all titles. This year, we will, we will get villain issue number one. Uh, so instead of Batman 24, we'll be getting Bane 1 or Riddler number one for this month. So expect 52 villain issues this September, and that but that isn't all. The site also claims that there will be a giant-sized hardcover omnibus that will feature the all the villain, the special villain issues. So I'm sure that there are many villains will pertain to the comics they are taking over for. Like we'll get probably four Batman villains since there are four Batman titles and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there will be people who will be bitter that their favorite villain didn't get an issue, but <sighs> yeah, exactly. But there isn't enough days in the month to do every single one. Right. You know, a lot of villains. Yeah. A lot of villains in DC. I, I thought that was kind of cool that you kind of get that, but I, I kind of want to know a little more, like, how how are they determining which villains? Obviously, I'm assuming, what, we're probably going to get a Joker one? You know... You uh, can only assume that Joker's yeah. going to get a book. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe... Uh, you probably... I would imagine it probably be, like, the more popular villains. Yeah. You know? And a few sprinkled in there, too. But yeah. To a Calendar Man book. <laughs> yeah. oh my god that would be awesome but uh you know i just it's just one of those where i was like going, oh that's kind of cool it's a little different we don't usually get those issues i think it's gonna be dope i like when they do special stuff like that yeah just say it <laughs> speaking of comic books um a few days ago news broke that apple had banned the 12th issue of the comic book saga um, from their iOS store. What? Brian, yeah, I know. Brian K. Vahan, I do not know how to pronounce his name, but it's spelled <laughs> Vahan, um, writer of the comic, had stated that since this comic had depictions of same-sex relations, it was banned, uh, even though the comic has always been rather violent and graphic. So basically, the comic's always pretty fucked up, 
wasn't banned, and then that one issue that had a small frame with same-sex relations, that was banned. So that's what he was saying. Um, it seems all of this was, wasn't the case. Comics, Comicsology CEO David Steinberger uh, has come out with a statement. <laughs> I should just end that with comes out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just comes um, out. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> right? With a statement explaining the, the mistake and why Saga 12 didn't come, didn't come to <laughs> iOS devices. Jesus. Um, so this is his statement, Mr. Steinberger. Um, to, to our customers, in the last 24 hours... It's been longer now. Um, there has been a lot of chatter about Apple banning Saga 12 uh, from our comics app on the Apple I, uh, on the Apple App Store due to due to depictions of gay sex. He just says gay sex. Like I even cleaned it up. Yeah. I'm like same sex relations. This cat just like gay sex. <laughs> Fucking. We all know. <laughs> yeah. He just cuts to the chase. Yeah. This is simply not true, and we'd like to clarify. As a partner of Apple, we have an obligation to respect its policies for apps and the books offered in apps. Based on our understanding of these policies, we believe that Saga 12 could not be made available in our app, and so we did not release it today. We did not interpret the content in question as involving any particular sexual orientation, and frankly, that would have been a completely irrelevant consideration under any circumstance. Given this, it should be clear that Apple did not reject Saga 12. After hearing from Apple this morning, we can we can say that our interpretation of its policy, policies was mistaken. You'll be glad to know that Saga 12 will be available on our App Store App Store app soon. We apologize to Saga creator Brian K. Vahan. I think it's just Vaughn. I think I just typoed it before. <laughs> um, and Image Comics for any confusion this may have caused. All the best. <laughs> he ended that with all the best. David Schreinberger. CEO, I think he might be German. CEO and co-founder. Ooh, little name drop on himself at the end, right? <laughs> so, from what Steinberger said, the comic was never even submitted to Apple for approval, let alone banned by the computer company. This statement is made even stranger by the fact that Comicsology themselves tweeted the Saga 12 that Saga 12 would be available through their app, where iOS users could then sync it to their Apple device. So they said on Twitter, concerned citizens, we will have Saga 12 available for purchase at comicsology.com. Once purchased, you can sync it to your app. So basically what they're saying is you can sidestep Apple, being that you can't get it through Apple Store. Hmm. That's how it's read anyway. So right. they could have, you know, it could have been a miswording, whatever, but that's how it fucking sounds. Yeah. So my issue with all this is, is that, and I'm not hating Apple, mm-hmm. I promise. Not this time. <laughs> but if you're going to... Is it Comixology's being an idiot? Or is it Apple's policies are too complicated? And the problem with this is... We're, right now we're in a, in a time in America anyway, if, for all you out, out and about in other countries. I don't know how you're doing with this, but... Um, in America right now, the whole um, homosexual marriage and stuff is is a big deal. Like everyone's talking about it. it's in the governments right now. They're all they're all discussing it, about to make decisions and shit. So to have this happen, it's a lot of negativity, and it really doesn't matter what you fucking say. Like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not. It doesn't matter because you still you're still pissing everybody off. So that's one negative. Another negative is um, it just seems sloppy. Like, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. 
Yeah. You know, and it makes it makes both of these companies look stupid. Like it makes Commerceology look stupid because they don't even understand the damn policy from the from this company. And then it makes Apple look stupid because they don't know how to write a fucking policy. Yeah. Well, I think you know, I think what happened is it's just that Apple is a little too strict. And we all know that. Yeah, and we all know that. I mean, you know, look what you know they're doing with some of their apps now. With the yeah, you can purchase in app, and they don't want that, so they'll kick you out. But it's just one of those things where I think it's it's just their policy is a little too um, decisive. So then when you have someone say, "Oh, well, it's a picture of sex," it doesn't necessarily mean it's gay. Say, "Oh, but it just happened to be." You know, it's like it's like in uh, what do you call it? Twenty One Jump Street, when uh, Channing Tatum's character punched that gay black kid. Yeah. And he's like, "No, you punched me because I'm gay. No, you were black. You just." happen to be gay you know and it, it's kind of like that it's like you've already made a bad impression you know that but then did. on the on the flip side too i mean equality is equality i mean you can't give special treatment either but it's it's and i'm more talking about that scene in 21 jump street right. um that guy was being kind of an idiot he got punched <laughs> in the face so my thing is and with with this whole censorship stuff, I don't understand why you can't have a comic depicting whatever. Gay yeah. sex, fucking violence, it doesn't matter to me. I don't understand why you can't have this comic on all the stores and just put R rating. Yeah. Parental controls. I think that if a company, like Kindle, the Kindle has parental controls. Right. So I think that once once Amazon said, okay, now we have parental controls – they're washing their hands of the entire problem. If, and if a parent says, oh, my kid's got on to such and such, that's your fucking problem. Yeah. Because we gave you parental controls. So I think Apple do something like that and not ban the book anyway. Because technically, it's art. You're banning art. You yeah. know, So you can't really it's, – it's a slippery slope either way you look at it. And also – this country's fascination with violence is, is kind of ridiculous. So you can have a comic where people are getting dismembered and fucking shot and all this. As soon as two individuals are having sex, oh, what the fuck this? Well, yeah. You know, we I mean, that goes back to that. That goes back to just that in film, it's the same way. You can get an X, an R rating for being, you know, for a horror movie like Saw, but you have two people having an, you know, an intimate encounter. You can get an X rating. So, yeah, it's, this company's okay with violence, but just sex. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. we got to keep that repressed. You can kill each other, but don't have any fun. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds like they're fucking Quakers or something. <laughs> I know, <Jeez>. right? <laughs> no offense to any Quakers that might be listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll put a note on there, you know, Quaker friendly. <laughs> Quaker oats, motherfucker, shake them oats. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, in uh, tech news, when you see how hard T-Mobile is trying to get customers to switch over to their network, you kind of have to see how cute it looks. With the launch of their first iPhone 5 this week, uh, T-Mobile is truly trying to sweet, sweeten the pot to get people to switch. The little wireless company that could is allowing customers to trade their old iPhone 4 or 4S for no upfront fee and get a 5 pound $5 discount a month spread out over two years. 
in the long term, you are saving 120 bucks, and as well as uh, no $100 initial buy-in to get the phone in the first place. So while they're trying to show people that their no-contract offer is amazing, which it really isn't, uh, they want to offer an, people an incentive to come over and not having to pay any money out of pocket for their latest incarnation of the iPhone. Um, however, knowing that the rumor iPhone 5S is expected to debut this summer, many people will probably wait and see. The New York Times is reporting that people will be able to pre-order the new iPhone starting last Wednesday, but got released this past Friday, to coincide with the initial launch of the phone. Uh, now, to if you need to see a breakdown of the pricing scheme, here it is. Normally, if you get a new iPhone through T-Mobile, you would have to pay $100 for the device and then $20 a month for the device for the next two years on their new note contract scam. I mean, plan. Uh, if you were to trade in your old iPhone 4 or 4S, you would not have to pay the initial fee, and your bill will pay um, your bill to pay off the device would shrink to $15 a month for two years. Keep in mind that the pay, um, that the payment for the device is on top of whatever price you, of the plan you choose. So my issue with the no contract strategy is that there isn't an early termination fee to break the contract, but you do need to pay off the device before you leave. So the early, early termination is whatever the balance is left on the phone so before you get suckered into the whole no contract scam this sort of plan works out for two people t-mobile and the guy who pays off the entire amount at the beginning t-mobile benefits because they don't have to offer steep discounts to manufacturers to get their phones to make them affordable like sprint verizon and at&t so it's cheaper for the wireless provider for the guy that pays off the phone up front allows you to keep the phone and then change part um partway through the contract and move to someone else. However, if you're dealing with uh, this particular company and wanting to use the same phone, your only other option is AT&T. So, you know, you need to ask yourself, is it truly worth it? <laughs> you, need to, you need to ask yourself one question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was funny because um, earlier this week on our Google Plus page, uh, someone apparently who worked for T-Mobile or something like that claimed that they uh, put a post on our Google Plus page, about uh, somebody differing in an opinion with us, the New York Times. You know, apparently, you know, the New York Times thinks it's a great idea, and I'm like, well, yeah, you're T-Mobile, of course you're going to promote that. And and then somehow they said it it got deleted. Which, if anybody knows us on our Google Plus page, we don't do anything to our Google Plus page. We're never there. We're never there. We I I link the stories, but that's it. So, I was like, um. Okay, so then they went off, and I guess they did it through their, I guess, T-Mobile or whatever. So I don't know if Google listed it, thought it was spam or whatever. But then the person who was doing it put it on there and said, oh, you deleted the comment because, you know, somebody differed in opinion with you or something like that and linked the article. And then went on their personal page and then tagged us and said that we delete comments that, that disagree with us. And... um so uh, when I first saw the one on our page, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, we didn't, we don't delete anything. So when I saw that, I'm like, well, considering that we never deleted anything and you're making fraudulent claims on your page, you know, just somebody, I think somebody needs to learn how to use the internet <laughs> is what I said. And so, you know, she comes back and says, oh, funny, you don't, um, this is what she does. This is great. I'm not going to give her name because I don't want to give her any press. But she goes, deletes my comment, calling her fraudulent, but then responds to that, but leaves the, the, the response there. 
So she did what she didn't like? Yeah, basically. And said, oh, on your page, you don't say, you know, you, you don't say, you don't call me fraudulent, but on mine you do. And I'm like, and I was going, I was like, you know what? I could answer and say, well, considering that I saw your comment after I saw the one on the page, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. I was just like, you know, but then she linked our Google Plus page to that article saying that, you know, we deleted whatever. And I was like, oh, hey, you know what? That's free press. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say right now, you can disagree with me all you fucking want. I might ignore you, but I'm yeah. not going to I'm not going to delete anybody's comments. Yeah. The only comments we ever delete is on the website and that's spam. Yeah, when it's just somebody typing in random shit. Yeah, when it's you know. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, your site was really great. You need to teach me how you do. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, like, no. No, no. That's that's no. But uh, you know, we don't on our Facebook page, especially on our Facebook page, there's been people that have dissented with our things before and we've never deleted them. We don't delete any of that stuff. You know. So how about this? Let's 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 put it to the to the group. If you put a post, first of all, if you want to talk to us, hit us on Facebook because I ain't on a Google Plus. <laughs> um, if you want to leave a comment and you feel it's been deleted or ignored or I don't care, send an email or or PM us right. at Facebook and I'll be more than happy. <laughs> Most likely Steve because he'll probably see it first. One of us will be more than happy to talk to you. Yeah. I don't care. I've had people message us because we gave credit to someone else's uh, YouTube video. And they're like, well, actually, this was mine. And, you know, here's a you can check the upload date. I went ahead and said, hey, you know what? Thanks for hitting us up on that. I changed it. Here you go. Done and done. And they're like, thanks. Awesome. It's like, you know, we <laughs> we're not that type of people to like, uh, hey, oh, you don't like what I said? Fuck you. I'm deleting it. No. It's not no. what we do. It's not what we do because we're not fucking bitches. Yeah. We complain about people like that. Yeah, exactly. But when you do what, what... That's just funny. Yeah. When you do what you did like us to do, it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> so it's okay when you do it. Exactly. But it's not okay when we supposedly do it. I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> That's right. Revenge is a dish best served cold. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh, and um, and if you're using the New York Times as saying that, oh, yeah, well, they disagree with you. Yeah, well, going to the New York Times for tech news is about the same as for geek news. Or also, too, and this is a problem, and I'm going to hit on this real quick. And I'm not trying to undermine... Our chosen medium. Okay. But we're not the New York fucking Times. Exactly. We're a blog. <laughs> so that just means that I can say whatever the fuck I want. Now, yes, I report the news as I see it. But there's opinion in there. Yeah. Steve's Steve's a bit more opinionated than me. But that's fine. You know, it's because I'm lazy and I don't want to type it out. <laughs> but the the fact of the matter is don't. I would never delete that comment because I need to laugh at you. Don't say, well, the New York Times disagrees with you. I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, the fucking Pope disagrees with you. Like, what? what why? That doesn't even make any sense. You know, Who gives a shit? My girlfriend disagrees with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. That's life. People disagree with us. It's called an opinion, you know? 
It's made to be. It's made to be there for people to not agree with it. That's what the internet is for. It's for opinions. But I don't want to talk about this too much. It's fucking whatever. That's stupid. About, let's talk about Microsoft. Okay, let's talk about Microsoft. Now, hopefully, I get this right. <laughs> so, Microsoft Studios creative director Adam Orth. <laughs> good old. Reese. Yeah, good old Adam Orth, who's the, the meme of the fucking week right now too, and it's hilarious. There's a meme of just his face, cartoon style, and it just says "deal with it" at the bottom. I love it. Um, recently tweeted an interesting comment with a future Xbox console, speaking about quote the drama around having an always-on console. So statements like this led to near panic when consumers and analysts alike start to think about the next-gen Xbox featuring an almost unanimously unlike DRM method. Ooh, that was kind of a classy sentence. I like how I put that one together. Anyway, sorry. I'm impressing. Just to, I impressed myself. Um, while it's not normally their way, Microsoft has made a comment that while not very detail-filled... <laughs> <laughs> tries to put out the, fi- the fire or started. So here's a quote from Microsoft. This official Microsoft, not Adam Orth, not some schmuck that works for the company. This is officially Microsoft. We apologize for the inappropriate comments made by, the empl- by an employee on Twitter yesterday. I like how they say an employee. Like, he, this motherfucker washes the bathrooms at this point. Uh, the response reads, This person is not a spokesman for Microsoft, and his personal views do not reflect the customer-centric approach we take to our products or how we would communicate directly with our loyal customers. We are very sorry if this offended anyone. However, we have not made any announcements about our product roadmap and have no further comment on this matter. That's like End a of the dick sense. slap. That's like a dick slap to the face. Right? Yeah. So basically, Microsoft said hate is going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, these are all still rumors, which is what Microsoft is pointing out. Mind you, they they aren't denying or confirming the rumors, though. They just want to make sure you know they aren't facts from the company and just a rogue employee that got a little too chatty. Well, the thought of an always-on console is a thing that I really don't want to see happen. I think it's best not to entertain rumors until official announcements. If we get hung up on every rumor, we'd all go a little crazy. Um, and that was me today. See, everybody gets caught in that fucking rumor cycle sometimes. Yeah. You know, now, let me, let me paint a picture. A pretty picture. And I called it my, my, uh, what did I call it? My tripod? Yeah. <laughs> so, I use Microsoft Phone, Windows 8 Phone. I use Windows 8. Okay? What's the third leg, people? The Xbox. So I don't want an always-on console. Now, I've said before, I don't mind an always-on console. But then it dawned on me, wait a minute, I have to pay for Xbox Live. Yeah. I don't want an always-on console if I have to pay for it. Yeah. So I was at an impasse today. And I was thinking about At first I was thinking about it logically. Like, well, that would kind of suck. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, wait. And it always starts with this sentence, what if the rumors are true? (laughs) And I start freaking out about it. So, and yeah, the rumors could be true. They could be completely true. Microsoft could be coming out with a console that they're going to charge fucking double the price. 
and it always has to be connected. And if it's not connected, it fucking reaches out and slaps you in the face. <laughs> like that's that could be true. Maybe not the slap in the face part, but more than likely it's not. Or it's something like that that isn't as bad or whatever. Case being, instead of speaking in hypotheticals until you're blue in the fucking face, right. just wait until the company tells you what they're doing. Yeah. They're going to announce it, what, next month? Yeah. Supposed yeah. to be. Sometime, yeah, sometime in May. And that's the thing. I mean, like, for me here, and I always try to make this point whenever I'm reporting rumor, is that it's always a slow news day. Yeah, exactly. If we're reporting rumor, it means that we we got nothing else to talk. About. We got nothing else to talk about, and it's like, oh, I could say something about this, only because I have nothing else to talk about. Now, this one wasn't a slow news day for me. I just wanted to p- point out that Microsoft made a comment um, yeah. in regards to Adam Morton's no, dumbass. Yeah, and that 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 makes sense. But yeah, good old Adam Morth. You know he uh, he stepped down. He took he took yeah. off. Man. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, you know what? You're no, we we no longer need your services in the cafeteria, so you can exactly. uh, you can leave now. Exactly. <laughs> it's like once they once they came in and said, um, "Here's your new job," and they had that little maintenance cart with the plunger <laughs> on it. He thought he'd take off. Yeah, he's never gonna get a job in the industry again. Oh man. Uh, he will, but it'll probably be very, very clear. You cannot have access to Twitter, to uh, Instagram. You can't yeah. even have a Flickr account. <laughs> you aren't even allowed on MySpace. <laughs> You're not even allowed on Friendster. That's oh, not shit. even a social network anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You can only have a $20 flip phone. And a nope. Tandy 1000. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, your email is at CompuServe.net. <laughs> CompuServe.bitch. <laughs> That's your email. Adam was a fucking idiot. And you know what? Even if he had an opinion, you should know better. Yeah. Of anybody. If you, you were even being remotely associated with Microsoft, you should know better. Because the rumors are bad enough. Yeah. But when someone with some actual clout behind them says something, the fucking – literally Twitter got set on fire. Yeah, the internet started to melt. Everybody was reporting. Adam Moore said, Adam Moore said, Adam Moore said. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is Adam Moore? <laughs> that was my first – Who's this cat? Yeah, I know. And then, then after that, it was like, wow, what a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Like, who the fuck is this asshole? Well, like we said last week, I think he was like, he, wasn't he our douchebag last week? Yeah. That's why I'm doing – I did the follow-up. Yeah, because like what we said last week is that it's not so much of what he said. I mean it's not so much it. – it's how he said it. And it, it was like, you know, yeah, that's true. The always on we'll, – we will have to deal with it. If they decide to go with it, you have your choice now, Sony or Microsoft. But at the same token, he shouldn't have been a condescending prick. He's such a dick. And, and this dude – I forget his name because it's a weird name. But um, he's he's in the industry too. I think he's a game developer of, of sorts. And he said, um, you know, he made a good point. He's like, the always on is fine when you live in San Francisco or or L.A. or New York because the internet's readily available. And he's like, but what if you live in like somewhere in Virginia? Like he said, like off the wall cities that are smaller. Yeah. And and fucking Adam Worth comes back like, why the hell would I live in those places? Yeah. Like really, dude. Yeah. 
He's like going, oh, well, saying the internet's out, it's like saying, well, electricity goes out, so I wouldn't buy – that doesn't prevent me from buying a vacuum cleaner. I'm like, yeah, but how how often do you vacuum, <laughs> you know, as opposed to having something that's always on? You know, yeah, it, it, and also when the electricity goes out, it's a little more important yeah. than when my Xbox doesn't work. And it's also not by choice. When the electricity goes out, there's something happened. Yeah. There's a fucking accident. Right. So uh, I didn't pay that fucking bill. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but that you know. So I mean, he just came off as such, and I think that's what really Microsoft saw was like going, "Wow, dude, you just you, even if you say, even if we let you slide on what you said there, the what you what happened afterwards and how you presented yourself, you made us look bad." Exactly. You, you know, so it, it was that kind of thing for me. All right. Well. Going in from one douchebag to another, <laughs> um, our douchebag of the week. It's this one here. It's a douchebag, and it's a douchebag move. But you know what? I needed one, and to be honest, I'm also a customer of Verizon, so <laughs> yeah. So am I. Yeah. So am I. Oh yeah, that's right. You are now too, huh? But um, this doesn't pertain to me because I have an employee program. Oh right. So, but whatever. Yeah. So, it's not a big deal, you know. <laughs> if people were thinking the whole new no contract thing would catch on to some of the other major carriers, you will be sadly mistaken. In fact, they are extending the amount of time you can upgrade your phone, at least Verizon is doing so, and you know, AT&T probably won't be too far behind. Yes, uh, l- last week Verizon announced that they would extend the 20-month program of upgrading your phone to 24 months. Yeah, it's only four months, but that could mean the difference between getting the old version of a phone that could save you some cash or forcing yourself to get the newer model for regular price. That doesn't affect everyone yet, but it will come into come uh, January. If your contract ends after January of 2014, you will be forced to wait 24 months or two years for your uh, for those of you that don't abla uh, to upgrade your device. However, the Verge is reporting that they will have an option uh, if. You simply can't wait for the device, so mostly probably for Apple people. Yeah. Yeah. If <laughs> You can purchase a phone before your contract is up, but instead of paying the full cost of the device up front, you can get into a payment plan that allows you to pay off the device in a year. The device payment plan will ba- break up the full retail, pr- um, retail cost into monthly payments over 12 months. Now, this will only apply to smartphones and tablets that cost over – $349.99, which won't be hard to do, but you will also um, there will also be a charges of $24 finance charge that's billed $2 a month for the for the year. It seems that the subsidies these wireless companies are taking uh, uh, are starting to take their toll on providers, which is why they're enforcing the two-year contract. However, I never understood the downside of an 18-month upgrade. You lock someone in for a year and a half, and then Six months before their contract ends, you re-up them for a new device. Is that how much the upgrade was was for um, Verizon? Eighteen months. Well, it was a year at first. I started getting it. Then they said, you know, oh, you get an upgrade every two years. But I was getting it every eighteen months. See, one of my one of the benefits of my employee thing is it's every ten months. Well, that's for me. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. So I can constantly have the newest phone, but um. Yeah, 24 months is, is, is lame because, I mean, especially with new phones, the fucking S3 comes out. And then before I could even look at the S3, the S4 was fucking coming out. Yeah. 
My God, damn, dude. Yeah. So you know, I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit lame that you have to wait on it. You have to wait. I mean, yeah, it is four months, but at the same time, yeah, you know, if you were thinking, well, the S4 really has too much, a lot more than what I need, so I'll just get the S3. But then four extra months, it's you have to get the S4. Right. You know, and pay you know the 199 instead of the hundred bucks for the other one. But yeah, such is life, I guess. Such as. All right. Well, that brings us. Yep. About that time. So it's time. If you want to check out all these stories and more, you can check out the website, thelazygeeks.com. Be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network, where you can listen to all our other shows that we have here for you, like Crash Test Movie Dummies, Lazy Ring of Death, and In the Ink. Like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google Plus. Remember, we do not delete comments. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word, or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad or Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. The uh, Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy, because we've heard it all before. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast, time permitting. And remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So, until next week, a peace out. <laughs>